You're listening to the Metamorphosis Podcast. What's up, girlfriend? Welcome to Metamorphosis with Mackenzie, where transformation and inspiration meet empowerment. Delve into the realms of science, spirituality, and personal growth as I share tools, powerful hacks, and captivating stories from my travels and experiences all around the world. Not only am I going to have you fully entertained, but as a self-love and glow-up coach, I'm going to have you on your way to your hottest, happiest, healthiest, and most successful self before you even know it. So sit back and enjoy or pop those AirPods in and get your hot girl walk on. Let's dive into it. What is up? Welcome back to another episode of Metamorphosis with Mackenzie. I'm really excited for you guys to be here because this episode is going to really hit home on a topic for me that was incredibly relevant just over two years ago when I had gone through my last big breakup, okay? And I think all of us have probably been there where you have your other breakups and then you have that one breakup that literally feels like the dark night of the soul, life-crushing, identity-crushing type of breakup, okay? And today's episode is going to be all about how your breakup is actually the biggest blessing in disguise, okay? And so we're going to talk about the 10 different reasons as to why that is the case. So for any of you guys who are fresh out of a breakup, this is going to be incredibly relevant and um fresh for you in your reflection and your healing. And for those of you who are not fresh out of a breakup, these are still going to be really good points for you to reflect on because, for example, with me now having been single for just over two years, okay, I've I've dated a little bit in between there, but for the majority, I've been a single Pringle, all right? And one of the things that I've been asking myself is how do I maximize the time of me being single? Because I know that I'm going to manifest in the relationship that I want and the person that I want and the person that, you know, I've always dreamed and the relationship that I've always dreamed of. So it's not so much about like, what can I do to bring this person in? What can I do to attract this person? What can I do to make this person fall in love with me? Those are all questions that I used to ask myself, and that is the wrong questions to be asking. Now I'm just assuming and knowing that this is coming into my life. And so now I'm asking myself, what can I really maximize on and what can I really soak up while I'm still single? And so I want to just dive into these topics to go through some of that and all of the ways that you can celebrate being single, all of the ways that you can really hone in on this period of your life and all of the ways that you can really show gratitude for the ways that your breakups in the past have shaped you into the person that you are today and how to really amplify that time in order to help you glow up. Okay. And this episode, you guys, is 100% inspired by my book that I am now launching. This will come out. Okay. So this will come out on Thursday. The let me look at my calendar. This is going to come out on Thursday, the 24th. My book is going to be live for everyone to purchase on the 25th. So you guys are getting a sneak peek into what the book looks like um, before it even hits the market. So I'm really excited to dive into this. This is a project that I've been working on for six months nonstop. I'm talking like 10, 13 hour days, sitting at my laptop, sitting at the computer, writing, editing, hiring teams of people and collaborating and working with that. So let's go ahead and dive into this. And the first reason, reason number one out of 10, 
that your breakup is actually your biggest blessing is the pure fact that you have now been liberated from certain limitations, okay? Now, in my previous relationships, and maybe some of you guys can relate to this, there was a child involved, okay? And I'm somebody, to be honest, I didn't ever really want kids. Uh, Back when I was younger, I didn't want kids because I wanted to be a doctor and I wanted my career and my dreams and my passions to be the forefront of my life. Um, So when I ended up getting in a relationship with a man who had a baby, um, he was about two months old when we started dating and honestly, like right right when we started living together. Um, So it was kind of just this weird phenomenon for me where I ended up really falling in love with this baby and raising him over the the couple of years that we were together, the few years we were together and being a mom, being a co-parent is incredibly amazing, okay? It is one of the most rewarding experiences I've ever had in my life and is actually something that helped me realize that I do actually want children in this lifetime. However, it also put quite a few limitations on what I could do, who I could be, where I could go, what like how long I could be gone, things like that. Because again, you've got someone else relying on you. And whether you've been in relationships with children or not, the same thing goes for the relationship that you're in, okay? You know, you're not just able to walk around and decide to bang whoever you want to bang if you're in a relationship. Um, you know, maybe you don't get to make the most impulsive decision saying, fuck it, you know, I feel like going to Mexico this week, I'm going to buy a last minute flight and just dip out and go, right? Like, you might now have to consult with somebody, you might have to be like, well, can you get off of work? Can you be available? Can you come do this with me? Um, or what would my actions make this person feel? You're kind of considering another person in all the decisions that you're making in life. And again, for the right person in the right relationship, that can be incredibly beneficial. However, if you're not in the right relationship, which being that this is a breakup episode, that relationship was not the right relationship, okay? If the relationship was going to last, it would not have ended in the first place. You cannot fuck up what is made for you. All right. There's a quote from sales that I learned back when I was doing um, online marketing a few years ago. And it was simply that you cannot say the right thing to the wrong person and you cannot say the wrong thing to the right person. So let your breakup be the first piece of evidence that this was just not meant to be. And while we can probably argue and look for all the reasons of why it could have been, the fact of the matter is that it's not. And so it's really time to step into that and liberate yourself in really becoming the person that you've wanted to be, okay? And I think especially in longer-term relationships, there's this constant battle of wanting to really focus on yourself and grow and then also accommodating for the person that you're with, all right? Maybe your limitations before were that you like to stay in on the weekends and your partner really likes to go out and party. So either you were maybe coming out and, you know, going out and partying and taking away from some of the solitude that you wanted or vice versa. If you like to really go out, but your partner doesn't, maybe there were more times where you sat at home to spend time with them instead. Okay. Limitations can be all sorts of things. It can be choosing to have pasta instead of pizza for dinner because your partner wants that. When you're single, you have full autonomy. 
you don't have to think about another person when you're making decisions because you're only responsible for yourself. There is no person whispering in the back of your mind saying, oh, all right, what would they actually think about this? Or, you know, would this make them happy or would this actually hurt them? You are simply in there for you, which allows you to be in this energy of seizing opportunities when they cross your plate. Okay. A great example of this for me was my tour around the world. Travel has always been a passion of mine. And I was really fortunate to be able to do that in my last relationship. And, you know, because this individual also had a child in the mix, it was incredibly limiting because every other week we were parents. All right. So we would be parents for one week and then we would be like just dating you know, mid twenties, like seizing life, building business, those types of things. But that meant that for me, when I really wanted to go do a trip to Thailand with us together, it was like, okay, well, we've got seven days to go to Thailand, have our trip and then be back because we have a child to be back for. Right. So that was one of the limiting things for me where, again, I'm so grateful for that relationship. And I loved that child more than anything, but fresh out of my relationship, that was the time where I was like, damn, I literally have no responsibilities. I have no one to account for. I have no one holding me back. I'm going to say fuck it. And I'm just going to travel. I literally had no plans. I booked one way to Mexico. And then from there met people and I booked a one way to London. And then from there, I booked a one way to Portugal. And then from there, like I was gone for nine months, you guys, literally not a single thought on my mind about any other person, place, or thing, just simply following what I wanted and my impulse to give me what I wanted. Allow yourself to be a bit more carefree and go for things that you wouldn't have typically done before, okay? You now have that freedom. And guess what? The next relationship, it's coming. It's already coming, all right? Be patient while it gets there, but flex all of the rights and the freedom that you have right now because that is exactly the phase that you are in. The second reason that your breakup is your biggest blessing is the fact that this allows you to open yourself up to so much more self-discovery. Okay, I think it's really common to get out of a relationship and kind of have like this identity crisis that comes with it because the person that you were with in that relationship was part of your identity for maybe a couple of years. So now you get to take some of that energy, time, attention, and focus and instead of having it on that person, now you can have it on yourself. You can get into the things of like, hmm, what is it that really actually makes me happy? What are some things and some hobbies that I've maybe really been wanting to try, but just never put the time into it because I was preoccupied before? And the cool part about this, you guys, especially within my book, I really emphasize how this is the time where you get to really kind of remake yourself. So I'm actually just going to plug in a couple of different resources. And these are actually also listed in my book. Let me open my book because I want to talk about the chapter that this is in. All right. So this is coming directly from the Date Yourself chapter in my book, which is actually the program that my book is inspired by. And one of the first things that I tell people to focus on is knowing themselves. So get to know ourselves post-breakup is essential because after losing someone, we often feel we often feel more lost than ever. Knowing yourself sets the tone for the dream life that you are building because not only do you get to know yourself again and on a deeper level, you get to remake yourself. So ask yourself, what are your likes, dislikes, dreams, interests, 
passions, hobbies, things that make you happy, family dynamics, values, morals. What does your past hold and what does your future bring? What habits currently support you, which don't? How can you have more fun? Where can you forgive yourself and grow? These are questions that we often ask others, but not so much ourselves. And some of the further tools that I list in here as well are numerology, which you guys, numerology is my favorite. I will never shut up about numerology because I've never read a report more accurate to who I am and what my life path is like presented to me. But numerology is a great place to start. Astrology is another great place to start. Human design is also a really cool resource that talks a little bit more about your energy and then also other personality tests. Okay. And again, you guys, these are all just tools. So take the information that resonates and leave the rest. The reason number three is all about how your breakup is actually strengthening your resilience. And resiliency, guys, it truly is a muscle that has to be flexed. All right. If you were to, there's actually an Alex Hormozy reel or TikTok that I saw, and it was so amazing. But he had basically said, if you wanted to design the most successful, most happy, healthy, like ideal, perfect person in the world, you probably wouldn't make their life incredibly easy. You would probably have to give them specific lessons. You would probably have to strengthen certain things and beliefs within their mind. You'd probably have to put them through some tests to learn certain things. And they probably wouldn't have the easiest life. And that really stuck with me because it's so true about how, yes, we want to have the love that is so amazing and the life that we know that we deserve. However, in order to find what that looks like, we have to see what that absolutely does not look like. Okay. So using your pain right now to turn it into power is a strength and a skill. And not only is it going to happen in other areas of your life, but this one right here, this breakup, the pain that's coming from this heartache and this heart loss of losing someone that you loved and cared about, this is probably the hardest to come back from. Okay. Inside of my bad bitch post-breakup boot camp, I have a chapter on what breakup looks like inside of your brain and how it's actually incredibly universal from one person to the next because it's actually produced by neurochemical responses in your brain. So if you want to kind of learn the neuropsychology behind a breakup and why it is you're feeling the way you're feeling, that is a great chapter to focus on because once you kind of understand what's going on up in your mind, it allows you to have a changed perspective and an expanded view on it so that it doesn't feel like it's the heartache that's crushing you on your chest and like this big elephant that's, you know, sitting on your chest. It's actually just neurochemicals in your mind that you now have the power to focus on and retrain and reframe and reward yourself with more of them in the future through different outlets. Okay. So learning how to bounce back from these hard falls is going to be a skill that you need for life in order to be the hottest, happiest, healthiest, highest version of yourself. And this breakup, let it be the biggest test of that strength. Okay. 
it's all about you wanting to show up for yourself and you having the ability to now do that in a very empowered way. This is the perfect segue into reason number four, why your breakup is actually your biggest blessing. And that is simply the empowerment that comes with it. Okay. It might feel like fresh out of your breakup that you're still crushed and that things will never be okay and that you will never heal and you'll never want to love again. However, I want you to just trust and know that this is actually going to be something that empowers the fuck out of you. There is nothing more liberating than self-autonomy, kind of like we talked we talked about in the first one. Your independence can light an absolute fire within you to help empower you to do some of those things you never thought were possible for you. I love my example in this, and this is why I do what I do, because I was so empowered by my own resilience and my own journey of being incredibly codependent, turning into a CEO, independent, world-traveling, bad bitch that I am. Um, it's it's something that I just now value so much more about myself. I know that I was the one who dug myself out of that hole. I know that I was the one who, when I thought I was at my absolute lowest, was able to still love and accept and nurture myself into the woman that I knew I wanted to become. A lot of what's happening inside of the bad bitch post breakup boot camp is helping you get these tools in order to empower yourself. And I promise you, the next level version of you that's already existing, she's going to look back and she's going to be like, damn, I love that I did this for me. I love me for me. I love my glow up for me. I love how independent, badass, smart, intelligent, and forgiving I am. Reason number five, new beginnings. Now is the time to develop those higher standards. Now is the time to really step into your self-worth. Now is the time to stop settling, okay? Maybe you're realizing that not only were you settling in your relationship, likely because the way we do one thing is the way we do all things, you're probably also settling in different aspects of life. Now is the time to completely clear off the slate because if you're already in this pain, you may as well just really step into it, right? And allow the new things to unfold. There's an analogy that I really love that I've talked about before on my social medias. And I want you to think about how you have two hands, right? And if you were to hold your hands out, you can only hold so much in each hand. And if you're holding on to fours, fives, sixes, sevens of things in life, you're never going to be able to receive the tens, 10 out of tens, that are floating within orbit because your hands are full. Full hands cannot receive. Only empty hands can receive. And so let this new beginning be your empty hands that are out and ready to receive new, better things that are actually made for you. Let this be the biggest transformation and the start of a new chapter in your book. Reason number six as to why your breakup is actually your biggest blessing is simply the fact that you're now able to focus on self-love. And prior to my entire fucking journey, I honestly would have rolled my eyes at this. All right. I, <laughs> I would have been like, this is such bullshit. 
I already love myself. Of course I love myself, blah, blah, blah. Why can't I be loved by someone else? I want to be loved by someone else. And let me just make this incredibly clear for you. If you don't know how to speak Russian, if you don't know how to speak Chinese and someone is talking at you in that language, it doesn't matter how loud they speak. It doesn't matter how slow they speak. You're still not going to understand what the fuck it is they're saying. Okay. And that's because you don't speak that language. It's the exact same thing with love. You cannot feel and receive love that you don't know how to provide to yourself and accept for yourself within that relationship. So focusing on self-love is, yes, about learning to love yourself and learning to really celebrate and own and embrace who you are, but it's also about allowing yourself to experience that and to receive that so that when someone does come to give it to you, you actually can accept it. You actually can feel it. You know what a healthy love looks like because you've been able to give that to yourself. Self-love is essential in all aspects of life, but especially after a breakup, because oftentimes that's when we're asking ourselves why we weren't enough to be loved or why we couldn't love enough to be accepted. Okay. And those are the wrong questions to be asking because you've always been enough. You cannot fuck up what is made for you and you cannot fuck up by being yourself. And it, the truth is, is that if you lose somebody by being your authentic, true self, that person was never yours to begin with. So how do you focus on self-love? How do you really dive into this? This is the entire backbone of what my first program was called Date Yourself. And if you're somebody who's been a part of my journey for the last year, you will be familiar with this because, again, as I said, it was the first program that I had. So the overall theme of Date Yourself was essentially pivoting and taking all of the love, attention, energy, nurturing, accepting, celebrating, uplifting energy that you would pour into other individuals now into yourself. And the best way that I could conceptualize that and make it something very digestible for people was to simply call it dating yourself. What better way to cultivate love than to go through the exact same process that we have when we're dating other people? Inside of the book, I have an entire chapter dedicated to the date yourself topic, okay? And it's just one of the topics or one of the chapters within this book. However, it is the bread and the butter of everything in this book. So date yourself, the chapter, we go through how to actually do it. And I actually opened this chapter with an interesting quote, which I love. And it's simply this, girl decides to be smart and works on things that people cannot take away from her. Boom. How did that feel? There's literally nothing more liberating than knowing that every single ounce of love, energy, all the things that you pour into yourself cannot be taken away from you. I want to read a little excerpt from this chapter just to help you really sink into that knowing and into that pivot and into that shift because again like i said if i had <laughs> if you had known me before my transformation before my program all of these things i like i said would be rolling my eyes 
at this entire concept. But one morning when I was out in Mexico and this epiphany hit me while I was sitting in the pool, you know, watching the sunrise. And it was this simple concept that what if our soulmates and the whole concept of a soulmate was wrong? What if this whole time I had the concept of a soulmate wrong? What if it wasn't someone that we're actually hoping to maybe bump into on the sidewalk or accidentally brush hands with reaching for the apples in the store? What if our body is actually the mate of our soul? And the reason that so few people actually find that person is because we spend all of our time looking everywhere but inside of ourselves. That single realization changed everything for me. It didn't just transform my life. It also led to the creation of my first coaching program called Date Yourself. And dating yourself is elegantly straightforward. It means cultivating a relationship with yourself, one that is designed to shift you from seeking externally to sourcing internally. It involves showing up for yourself with the same devotion you extended to someone you deeply love and care about. All of the time, love, energy, care, dedication, and compassion you once poured into others is finally finding its most deserving recipient, you. So I want you to think back to the beginning of any relationship you've had, okay? And I love reflecting on like high school version of me that I would get these crazy crushes, right? And I just remember the insane amount of excitement that used to like pulse through my body and the deep curiosity and the endless butterflies and the cheesy smiles and those thoughts that literally used to just race through your head like I swear to god 99% of my waking brain function and maybe even my sleeping brain function would think about this guy I hope you guys know exactly what I'm talking about though like that same excitement curiosity energy and infatuation that you had with this person that's what we want to embody and create within ourselves love is one of the most powerful things in this world because of those neurochemicals inside of your brain all right and it sounds absolutely insane but when you do love someone so deeply there's literally nothing that you would not do for that person this is a quote that i have on my website when you love yourself so much that you're the one person you would do absolutely anything for not only do you elevate your life elevates, okay? And that's the entire concept behind the Date Yourself program and how that program ended up getting scrapped and turned into my glow up program because my first couple of clients, the results that I saw within my clients were not only that they started to really love themselves, but they actually turned into magnets for their deepest desires and for their manifestations. And it's because, one, they started to see themselves as worthy of receiving these amazing things. And two, they became the person that they would do anything for. Love is one of the most powerful things. And so we may as well be leveraging it for ourselves on the neurochemical level, because I, I teach you how to do that in my book, in order to help you glow the fuck up. God, and this is a topic that I literally could just talk on forever because... At the end of the day, you guys, manifestation is one of the most universal biological things. And I think that that's where a lot of people get it wrong, right? Like we think that manifesting and glowing up is this external thing that we have to like do more to have or 
whatever it is, but at the core of manifestation, essentially all you're doing is thinking, right? Like your neurochemicals firing in your brain creates the electromagnetic field that happens around your body, similar to the way a wire has energy moving through it, okay? But that energy that you have surrounding you is your vibration in which you're allowing things to get attracted to you. So practicing self-love and focusing on yourself is the best way to make yourself a direct match to the things that you actually want. Which, by the way, you guys, my bad bitch post-breakup boot camp coming out, I need to I need to like create some sort of acronym for this. Like the BBB, <laughs> I'm just going to call it my workbook. All right. Inside of my workbook, you guys, there are three chapters that come directly from some of the work that we do in my glow up program. Okay. So if you maybe weren't ever interested in like my post breakup, you know, date yourself program, but you really are interested in my glow up program, guess what? Not only is not only are all of the foundations from the date yourself program essential to get you into your glow up, but you're actually going to get tidbits, three whole chapters of information from my glow up program. Reason number seven why your breakup is actually your biggest blessing is because when you are single, you don't have to take up brain power or energy or space for sometimes those unavoidable anxieties or paranoias that come with being in a relationship. Okay. The truth is that no matter how healthy and open and beautiful and communicative your relationship could have been, there were probably still some times where you were wondering about your other person, right? There was a trending TikTok for a while that was something about like, how did it even go? It was something like, I may not have a girlfriend, but I don't ever have to apologize for taking a three hour nap. When you have your person and you're texting them and you're texting them and all of a sudden you don't hear from them. Now in the back of your mind, you might you might be like, what what's going on? What are they doing? Why are they not texting me back? So some of those unavoidable things that take up brain space, take up time, take up energy, we we no longer have to partake in. Again, coming back to that autonomy, you're simply responsible for yourself. So if you want to go lay down and take a nap, guess what? You have full freedom to fucking do it. You don't have to tell anybody. You don't have to apologize to anybody. You don't have to sit around worrying about somebody. You don't have to sit around worrying about yourself in regards to somebody. There's so much more energy that gets put towards positive futuristic things that you can create instead of the aimless wandering of your mind about what could be going on with another person. Reason number eight is the fact that it's actually going to help you with your emotional intelligence, okay? Which I think is honestly an underappreciated and highly overlooked topic. However, the more emotional maturity you have and the more regulation and processing tools you have when it comes to your emotions, the more capable you are of a very happy, peaceful, grounded, fulfilling, and holistically satisfying life you can build. Inside my workbook, I have an entire chapter that is literally titled All of the Feels. In the book, I talk about how a lot of people fresh out of a breakup will kind of avoid their feelings by trying to I mean I mean it could be a lot of things right like we see some healthy ways of trying to avoid your feelings like over exercising diving deep into work 
taking on new hobbies, taking on new responsibilities or more responsibilities for certain things. But then we also see some people who take on the more toxic side of those distractions and dissociation, right? And that could be going out and partying. That could be random hookups. And it's totally natural to want to run from the feelings because they do hurt. But when feelings are not processed and felt and released, they get stored within the body. And there's an analogy inside of my workbook that I use um, relating to like carrying a suitcase, right? Like if you have this baggage and every time a feeling comes up and you're kind of like, nope, nope, walking away, I'm just going to distract myself or bucket like. I don't want to feel sad. So I'm just going to hit my friends up and we're going to go out to the bars and we're just going to dance, right? Like whatever it is, every single time that you're denying your ability or yourself the time of accepting that feeling and feeling that feeling and then processing that feeling so you can then release that feeling, you're taking that and you're shoving it into that suitcase, right? And over time, that suitcase is going to become incredibly heavy, because all you've been doing is avoiding and shoving it down, shoving it down, shoving it down, saying it's not that bad. It's not that bad until holy fuck. Now you're triggered by everything. And this bag is so heavy that you feel like you can't carry it anymore. And there's a great book called The Body Keeps Score, which I would highly recommend if you have not read it before, um, that talks about how it actually stores energetic blocks within our body and it can start to cause other diseases. And disease is simply dis-ease of the mind or of the body. And so the more you get into holistic practices, you'll really understand how expressing your emotions and really like learning to regulate and manage and having that maturity is an essential part of being an adult and living a life that you actually want. You guys ever have those nights where sometimes you've just got to have like a deep fucking cry and like, it's so horrible and like you're crying and you're crying and crying, but then you wake up the next morning and you're like, damn, I feel like a whole brand new bitch. Like I can tackle the entire day. Like all I needed to do was just have a good cry, right? That's the exact same thing here, except the more you can do it in the moments that you need to, the shorter it becomes, the more you're not having to have these massive meltdowns because they're just micro mini it's like it's like having one M&M dropped every now and then versus dumping an entire bag at one time. For me, that has made me thousands more in the markets. Okay. Emotional intelligence, if you're an investor and emotional regulation, that is the biggest skill you need. Trading, <laughs> let me just go on a rant here, but trading, honestly, you guys, comes down to maybe 5% of knowing how to trade and how to read a chart. The rest of it is all psychology and emotional resist resilience and regulation, okay? These tools are not only going to help you heal from your heartbreak, they're going to help you master life. Reason number nine, you can finally be fully selfish with yourself. I always thought that being selfish was a bad thing. And I think that oftentimes in society, we make it seem like it's a bad thing to be selfish however i would argue now that being selfish actually helps you to show up in the most selfless ways there was an affirmation that i used that was i receive so that i can give right instead of i give so that i can receive where a lot of people function from 
I swapped it to tell myself and to reframe that it was okay for me to be selfish. It was okay for me to fill my own cup before pouring into others. So I made it acceptable in my new norm and my new belief that it was okay for me to receive and that I actually needed to receive before I was capable of giving. Gary Vee has an amazing quote that is about how the mindset of giving with expectation kills everything, right? Like if you are giving something in order to receive, you're now giving with the subconscious expectation of because I gave you this, you should give me this, okay? And in an ideal world, maybe that would be how it works, but this is not how the real world works. And sometimes we give to people who know how to take a lot more than they know how to give. And so the best way to be selfless and to be the happiest, hottest, highest, most generous version of yourself, you have to know how to take care of your own personal needs. And you have to know what those are in the first place. Inside of my workbook, I have two chapters dedicated to helping you learn not only what it is that you actually need, but how to also provide that in a consistent way that creates the foundation for you to really take off of, okay? And giving you a hint on this, and I might have touched on this earlier in my podcast, but using your own love languages towards yourself is one of the biggest hacks. The final reason that your breakup is truly your biggest blessing is the fact that if it was going to end, it's better that it's ending now instead of years down the road. Because here's the thing, if it were meant to be, it would be. As I said before, you cannot mess up what is made for you. And if this wasn't it, something better is coming. Even though you may not understand why things aren't working out now and you may be trying to find closure, which inside of my book, I talk about why closure is not something you can get from the person who hurt you and where you can find closure instead. Trust and know that God would not do you dirty. The universe would not do you dirty. There is not someone out there in the world saying, Yep, this girl, this man right here, we want to make their life shit. So we're going to give them the worst heartbreak. And it's just because we want to make them miserable. That's not a thing. God would never do that to you. The universe would never do that to you. Science would never do that to you. Everything that's been created here in this world has the right to thrive. And sometimes we have to hurt a little bit in order to go through that. There's a really amazing visual that I've seen before. And it's this little girl who has a tiny, like, little teddy bear. And, like, God is grabbing the teddy bear and, like, trying to take the teddy bear away. And she's like, No, but I love this teddy bear. I really love this teddy bear. Like, I want this teddy bear. This is my teddy bear. Like, don't take this from me, please. And little does she know, there's actually a massive, massive teddy bear right behind her. God will sometimes take away the things that we thought we loved and we thought we wanted and we thought we needed for the thing that is truly made for us. Let this be the time where you allow in miracles, okay? Create that belief that if it's not this, it's something better. This is not the end of your story. This is simply just the beginning. And I want to read my dedication from my book to kind of wrap this up before we close out the episode. And it says, to all of the women who have experienced heartbreak and found the courage to pick up the pieces and create a new life, this book is dedicated to you. May it be a source of inspiration, healing, and empowerment on your journey forward. 
Your story is one of overcoming because you chose to create light when you couldn't see any. And that alone makes you the baddest bitch alive. Love, Kens. And before I want to go, I just want to outline some of the information and what you can expect from my bad bitch post-breakup boot camp. Details of the book, um, the paperback copy is available on Amazon. That is going to be priced at $11123. Okay, so $111.23. And actually, let me just plug in here why that's the price that I made it. Okay, because as I mentioned before, numerology, the study of numbers, is something that I've gotten really into over the last couple of years, as well as angel numbers. And so angel number 111 is all about manifestation and new beginnings, right? Like it's the first number in the sequence of 1 to 10, which is what numerology exists within. And the reason that I have it as 23 cents is because the sequence of 1, 2, 3 is simply about progression moving forward, having momentum, building momentum towards what it is you really truly want. And how fucking beautiful is that as symbolism to something outside of your breakup, something fresh out of your breakup, okay? The ebook copy is much cheaper, not much cheaper, but like $40 cheaper, simply because we're not paying to print a book anymore. We're not paying to ship a book anymore. Um, that's something that you will literally have within your email five seconds after you submit your payment. And the ebook is priced at $77.77. Seven is the number of luck, prosperity, and a drive and desire for spiritual wisdom and knowledge. Not only that, but for all of my girlies out there or my guys who are into tarot, you will know that the emperor and the empress are the highest divine match you can possibly accomplish in life, okay? The number of the emperor is number four, and the number of the empress is number three. So you put them together in divine union, and three plus four is seven. Holy fuck, is that powerful? So those are the prices that are available which in the back of your mind, you might be like, holy fuck, Ken's. Okay, cool. We love the numbers, but why is the book so expensive, right? Like, you know, usually you can buy a book for maybe like $20 or less, $25 or less. Okay. And here's my response to that. This book is my $2,000 date yourself program in written form. Okay. So what I used to charge people $2,000 for, you can now get for about 5% or less of the price. And that is a huge fucking deal. I also think that the more money you put into an investment, the more skin in the game that you have, the more serious you tend to take things. And while I'm not going to be out here selling my program and my book for $2,000, which honestly it's valued much higher than that because it will change your life, I want it to be accessible to people. I want to help people more than anything. And I know that my time and my energy is incredibly valuable. That's why my clients pay $6,000 to work with me for 10 weeks. Okay. But I recognize that not everyone is in a place to spend that kind of money on themselves. I know that there is a woman out there right now who is heartbroken and so crushed that she will sleep with this book under her pillow. Okay. That's who I'm doing this for. That is why there is such a 
discount on the value that's in this book. And I'm incredibly excited to get my book out into so many hands around the world. I have such big goals for the distribution of this. I know that if I would have had this workbook post-breakup, it would have shrunk the timeline in which I was trying absolutely everything, throwing money at the walls, trying new programs, trying new things, trying new tactics. This would have shrunk my timeline of being mopey and miserable and sad and disappointed and butthurt and expanded the timeline in which I could have been so much further. Like truthfully, you guys, I probably would have been two years ahead of my journey and where I'm at currently if I had this handbook. So I want to save you two years of your time. I want to save you countless dollars, sleepless nights, cry sessions, and so much more with this book. And if you are not somebody who is fresh out of a breakup, but you happen to know somebody, please buy the copy and send it to them or share it with them. Send them the link so that they can get it as well. But also too, I want to just say and add that there is no reason that any person wouldn't benefit from this, okay? It is targeted towards a breakup. However, this is simply a guide to help pull you out of the darkest moments of your life, okay? So it doesn't have to be a breakup. It has to just be a moment where you hit rock bottom and you know that there's something better out there for you. Maybe you don't even want to have to hit rock bottom. Maybe you just know that where you're currently at right now is not where you want to be. And guess what? Again, that self-love practice helps to magnetize the fuck out of you, as well as the science and the tools and the step-by-steps guides that I give you in order to help tweak and fine-tune that magnet so that you can call in what it is you want and use the universal laws and practices like gravity that are inevitable in this world to your benefit. Again, it's available on Amazon as well as an ebook form. And you can find both of those on my website, modernmonarch.com, M-O-D-E-R-N-M-O-N-A-R-C-K. All right, K like my name, uh, .com in the products um, and programs tab. I also have them linked in my Instagram bio. Do me and the entire world a favor and talk about this share this with other people, promote this for me, okay? I know that this book is going to help so many individuals and I can only reach so many people at a time. I need the power of numbers to help get this out to the world. I need the power of you and your voice to help share this with people who really truly need it. A lot of us do our suffering and our hurting alone. So don't even be afraid to mention it to people who you think have the perfect life. All right, because I guarantee you there's something probably about their life that they want to grow or learn to love themselves through. With that, I love you so, so much. I hope you have the most beautiful, rewarding, fulfilling day. And I cannot wait to see you in the next episode. Bye.